Night Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. So, very, very sadly, on Saturday, uh, the 5th of September, we heard of the passing of Maisha Jenkins, just a beautiful poet that uh, lived amongst us and gifted us with such beautiful poetry over many, many years. And, uh, in fact, she was a regular here on SAFM for a while, um, celebrating women, celebrating arts and celebrating culture. So we're going to be giving you a touch of what it is that she shared with us here when she was here on SAFM not so long ago. But we're going to be celebrating her life with uh, other amazing poets as well. Philippa Yard Villiers is going to be really sharing her stories um, about Miss Jenkins. And then Puma Sheehan is, is somebody who I just think is going to give us insights into another era, another very important time um, that Miss Jenkins gave to South Africans, to poetry. I suppose um, a cultural shift of sorts because they were in um, a union of sorts at some point together with other poets and we're going to talk all about that just in a short while so do put uh, your thinking caps on put your heart in it because you are going to be inspired Pimelo Mutine on SFM. Hello, I'm Maisha Jenkins, and you're listening to Poetry in the Air. Today, Philippa Yadavilliers joins us in studio. Philippa is an award-winning poet. She has represented our country in many stages in many countries. She's performed for the Queen of England. Philippa also has two books out and is currently teaching creative writing at Vitz University. Hello, Philippa. Hey, Maisha. It's so wonderful to be back. Yes, here we are in the studio, and you're back with something new. Well, it is kind of new. It's also a bit of the same. You know, when you turn 50, like I did this year, it's like a a reckoning with your life. You know, you come to terms with your life. So it's the end of childhood, according to Chinese people. So... This first poem is called Childhood, and I think it was inspired by Jennifer Ferguson's song, Suburban Hum. When I was a child, life was all around me. It chattered like a monkey and sparkled, and sometimes stabbed softly like whispers, like secrets that draw blood. I wanted to flow to the edge of the world and spill over, crack open on a rock, get mixed up, and ride a tire down a swift river all the way to the sea. I wanted to grow taller than the highest tree, and I loved all the creatures in my creation. The spiders squatted on elegant webs between the planks of Daddy's workshop when I went wandering in search of what I found. So, Philippa Yardavidius actually is on the line joining us to pay tribute to this big giant that we've just lost. Um, it was on Saturday, on the 5th of September, when we heard of the passing of poet and uh, Maisha Jenkins had left us. I I wasn't sure how I was feeling. Philippa, welcome to the show and thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's an honor to be 
be allowed to speak about my dear friend and this very, very important poet. Mm. So when you heard of her passing, what, what, what kind of went through you? Well, I mean, um, we were very close and um, I, was, I was present. And uh, we had, with the collective of women that were close to Maisha, we had spent a day with her, um, singing to her, speaking to her, telling her how much we loved her, and thanking her for her wonderful influence on our lives. I think we, none of us are where we are if, um, if without the, the love and the support of Maisha. Um, so yeah, that was it's it's a terrible a terrible loss, but the legacy is extraordinary. Mm. Um, I don't think that I'd be a lecturer at university if it wasn't for Maisha, you know. Um, when I first started writing poetry and looking for a space to read, um, I found Josie House of Poetry, and Maisha was the the guiding force behind that that poetry session. And it was, women were, it was for women, and our children were welcome, and it was just a place where you could just be yourself, you know? It didn't have, you didn't have to be a big performer, and from there, I just received so much support that... um, How did you meet Maisha? I met her by going to poetry, <laughs> Josie House of Poetry, and read my, reading my poetry there. Yes. And because she really appreciated what I was writing about, and I think she also had a kind of a lot of empathy for outsiders, mm. you know, because I was always somebody who didn't quite fit in, and there was a lot of unhealed uh, trauma in my past, mm. and she really had a lot of a, a very large heart. And she was very patient as I carefully tried to excavate the language to talk about my my life, you know. And I think she did the same for many people. Yeah. What would you um, say is one of her biggest lasting legacies? There are many. But what would you say would be central to her? Um, I think connection. Connection with people, connection with ideals. I think that Maisha was also somebody who did not, um, she didn't gloss over injustices that she saw happening in our society. Um, She spoke out about it in different kinds of ways, sometimes to start a campaign, sometimes to write a poem. And sometimes to write a poem is to start a campaign. Mm. Philippa, why did she relocate to why did she locate to South Africa? Why did she come here? She came here because um because for many, many years she worked in the anti apartheid movement in the United States in solidarity with the struggle um in South Africa. And she always had a fascination for South Africa and um, and she was a, a lifelong socialist, and she believed that she would. She wanted to live in a more equal society, mm-hmm. and a society where she would feel um, 
in charge of her body and, and her life in a way that one doesn't when you're uh, in, in America, as an African-American, mm. um, where people, where black people are sort of hunted um, like animals, you know, like really the injustices that, mm. um, that, that we've seen recently. Mm. I mean, she, she's been here since 2013, so I imagine the euphoria wore off a while ago. How did she feel now? No, Maisha came here in 19, in the 90s, in 1994, I believe. Okay. So she was here for a very long time. She actually was ours now. We mm. could just say, you'll lend her to America. <laughs> she belongs to us. <laughs> because she loved us so much, and yeah. she, she was so much part of this, this space. And and she used her creativity to better, to better us, particularly young uh, black women. Mm. And and so my question is, how how did she, you know, I know that we endearingly say that she belonged to us, but how did she then feel about many, many things that are happening, gender-based violence, for instance? How did she internalize that? Maisha stood out against gender-based violence and, um, and, and was very politically involved um, right up until the end of her life. I mean, we were sitting in front of, the TV watching what's happening in the United States and she was just shaking her head and saying, you know, it's just not changing. It hasn't changed. Mm. So, you know, she she was she was always conscious and aware of what was happening and 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 using her poetry and her art and whatever she could to to make a difference. Um yesterday evening at our we're having a an online memorial every single night mm-hmm. um, until the official memorial, mm-hmm. which takes place on Saturday evening um, online. Um, we, uh, Somebody was talking about how when she first came to South Africa, she worked in, um, in, the, uh, in organizations that gave funding to small organizations that were helping women to get more control of their lives rural women and so she was somebody who traveled around the country looking at women who were who were trying to build their lives and and giving them money so that they could do their project Philippa, thank you so much for that reflection. And, and I also appreciate the fact that you were right there to tell her how much she's appreciated and loved. And I think for me, that just kind of puts me at rest. Philippa Yard Villiers is a, a poet, a very, very close friend of Maisha Jenkins. And after the break, we're going to be speaking to Napo Mashiani. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. We're celebrating Maisha Jenkins, who passed on on Saturday, unfortunately. And uh, many of us were just, I suppose, in shock. But a part of me kind of felt like she she did what she came here to do and i celebrated her and i felt quite okay with the fact that i think she she's left a massive legacy now pomashiani is a poet also a one of of the four that became <laughs> a fila sister mm-hmm. um which was for me quite a revolutionary movement i'm going to call it a movement at the time which mm-hmm. changed so much of how we view poetry now 
thank you so much for talking to us and good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much, Pimelo. Thank you to SAFM, to yourself, your team, and everybody behind you for honoring, you know, um, my sister friend, our, you know, our angel. Um, you know, I've just been listening to Philippa and, you know, it's just, um, it's just been amazing that Maisha has brought so many of us together. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. So much. It's, it's such a pleasure. Napa, how did you meet Maisha? So I was a young girl, uh, fresh out of uh, theater school. Uh, I was still um, doing my internship at the market theater. Um, I was keeping a journal. I had started writing bits and pieces of uh, poems and plays, um, you know, earlier on. And then one of our, one of um, my friends who happened to be a publisher, Bonani Bila, reached out to me through another friend from Sweden. And then Bonani Bila actually said, uh, you know, I want to publish a book. And then the book was published, Tim Bila, um, a poetry book. And in that book, I found the names of Maisha, June, uh, June Mudiwane, like all these different women, um, Isabella, all these women who I had never heard of in terms of poetry. Mm. Fast forward, Bunani did a first workshop in PE. Um, that was around, um, I think, 2000. And then it was me and Maisha and Siki and probably one other woman and a group of about 30 men who were poets. And I remember Maisha dragging, dragging me and Siki out of the car and saying, no, let's go, you know, we need, I need some air, I need some air. And then we followed her because, you know, she's Maisha. Mm-hmm. And then Maisha was just like, Listen, this is it. I've, I've had it. I am tired of, um, you know, the space being occupied by men. I'm tired of being last on the program on poetry sessions. I'm tired of not being seen, of not being appreciated, of not being, uh, you know, felt as, as a black woman. And Maisha was just like, you know what, fired up and so angry. And I was like, who is this woman? Because I've only read her work. Mm. And then fast forward to then, me, Maisha, and Nisitu were like, you know what? We are going back to Johannesburg and we're going to do something, mm-hmm. something about it. And we got to her house. And as they say, from her wow. house, the woman she joined the group. From that moment, still a sister became this movement that, like, as, as you call yeah. it, rightful so female, this movement that revolutionized spoken word for black women voices in this country way before Twitter, way before mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. But Maisha was that sister friend who really, you know, championed us and got us to be firm, strong, young feminist, you know, writers uh, and poets. You know, I, I want us to bless us with uh, spoken word this afternoon because I think we can go on and on. I think it's important for people yes. to get the essence of the work you're speaking about. Yes, I am going to do a poem that was actually um, a chant and a chorus that we did as a fellow sister, and actually is written by Maisha Jenkins. Mm-hmm. So every time before we performed, we will say, I am because of women. I come from women. I know because of women. I pray to the spirit of women. I fight for women. I am inspired by women. I stand with women. I, too, love women. I am a woman. A poem by Maisha Jenkins. Sure, Napo. If you were with her in the room, and if you were able to have been there, what would you have said to her in her last dying hours? Uh, 
so I was called just a few minutes after, um, you know, um, she had crossed over. And thank you so much to Philippa and all the other sisters, Nelly, um, you know, uh, Shada, Sarah, Sis Kosi, all of them for, you know, passing on the message. I stayed not far from Asia and I rushed there and I just lost myself. And the thing that I kept saying, Pimelo, was, Thank you. Thank you for believing in my voice as a young black girl. Thank you for teaching me that I'm a sensual, sexual being. Thank you, Maisha, for, you know, making me understand that it's okay to be loud and to have opinions and that, you know, silence is committing self-suicide. Thank you for making me part of this amazing collective of sisters and friends from all spectrum of life that you have, you know, taught me that, you know, friends are also family. Mm. So I I come from this amazing, and I stand on shoulders of amazing women because Maisha brought that collective together. And like Philippe said, you know, he would literally link and link people. He was not selfish with his friends, his, you know, his, his sister friends, his woman friends. You know, he's, and he loved black men as well. He wrote amazing poems about black men <laughs> from East London <laughs> to everywhere in the world. And thank you for, you know, teaching me about jazz and making me fall in love with jazz. And so just giving me that thing of like, girlfriend, you know, you can actually love jazz and, <laughs> and find your own rhythm within jazz. Um, so literally that's all I could say. I mean, I cried mm. and we all held each other. I lost myself because I didn't see that coming. But more than anything, I couldn't stop saying thank you. And to this day and forever, I'll always say thank you. Thank you. She really believed in so many of us when we, no one believed in us. And, um, and it's I such a loving, warm person. That, that speaks to Napo. You know, as you said, yes, you were kind of thinking of doing this thing. You, you knew you wanted yeah. to have a voice in the space, the art space. But yes. the importance mm-hmm. of having somebody say, no, it's time and we think you can do it. Yes. And actually, I've done it. How important was that for you? She became a point of reference that I had never had, mm. uh, both in theater and in poetry. And to have that point of reference that you could call. The other thing about Maisha is that she was straightforward. So mm. she saw us give birth to our kids, but also she helped us walk. So many of us walk out of abusive, mm. like literally toxic relationships. And she didn't do it in a most, not in, in a violent way. Mm. Maisha would just like literally call you to her house, look you in the face and say, girlfriend, you know you got a girl, right? You know you got to leave him, right? You know that that is not honoring you, right? And by the time you leave her house, you know that, you know what, a collective, a community of sisters already know about your story, and they're going to hold your hand to get out of that situation, mm-hmm. including loving yourself completely, mm-hmm. you know, and wholeheartedly. So she celebrated that when we were falling in love and when we were falling out of love. Mm-hmm. But that's my issue. And I, I don't know, you know, Pimelo, like, um, it's her legacy mm-hmm. that, we are celebrating and I feel like she has ran her race and along her race she brought the whole village with mm. her even though many of other people didn't know her like we knew her mm. but my issue was just that village within a village because you felt at home you felt empowered and she was that always a point of reference to say whatever you're going through I've gone through it you know so there's nothing that you are going through as Napo or Pimelo that I haven't gone through it so you can rise above this and you can make new choices and you can reinvent yourself again and again. So if they don't honor you in certain spaces, leave and go and reinvent yourself, rebuild yourself. Have business principles uh, within Phyllis is that that's the principles that I still use 
um, you know, even in my project, that's just that movement, what it taught me collectively, the four of us, what we did, you know, so many of that, and through Maisha as well, you know, I'm still using it in other collectives, in other platforms, and it's such an amazing gift to have. Mm. Napo, thank you so much for, for your time. Thank you so much for paying tribute to thank this uh, beautiful um, poet um, that we lost on, on Saturday, uh, Maisha Jenkins. May she rest in peace. 2.30, let's go to Utsi Lesako for the latest in headlines.